Yes, hello and welcome to a weekend edition of Through the Fence. Um, as always, I'm Sam and Reese is here as well. G'day. And at least it hasn't taken us four months for our next episode, but anyway. And so what we're going to talk about today is the coverage supercars are getting in the media or lack, lack of. of it. Okay. Now I'm going to start this off with saying, of course, the times are in, it'd be hard for everyone. And I understand this. But I'm going to start off at the top with the AFL. So to start off the AFL season, they moved four teams from SA and WA to a hub. It was all fine. They got it done. They were doing it. The Victorian teams from the AFL knew it was coming. They knew that in a week's time we're going to have to go. And all they started to do was whinge and whinge, right? Especially a team called Richmond. Anyway. We then go, oh, and the media coverage that they got, and they were, yeah, good on, good on the Victorian teams. Like, they're keeping their season alive. They're just taking one for the team. They've had weeks to build up for it. Then we go over to Supercars. Now, I don't know about you, but I watched the video of Todd Kelly yesterday. Those guys had four hours to cross the border. They didn't even have engines in their cars. Percat packing up his go-kart trailer, Chucking Nelson in the back and running for Aubrey. You've then got Decade Dave also going to Aubrey to be with the parents. You've got Erebus going to the Clamenco family farm. Kelly's are up in their family farm. You've got Walkinshaw running to Sydney Motorsport Park. Charlie, I think, is going to Sydney Motorsport Park as well. Yep. Has anyone heard any of that? Any of that? At all? They've literally run for the border. They've moved... They've picked up their entire race teams. You've got an entire race team with mechanics, pit crew, everything. And all the footy teams had to do was pack their footballs and football boots. And I have not heard a single thing on any form of media other than, of course, Speed Cafe and all that sort of thing. Motorsport.com. AVR. But there is no Channel 9, Channel 7, radio. There is no coverage of it. All right, so when go. is Supercars going to get any recognition other than when Who Won Bathurst is on the Monday Night News? All right. Honestly. So let's unpack this for a minute. What, why there's no coverage? And could it be that the sport is stuck on Foxtel? Oh, now you just opened another can of worms. Yes, no shit. They need to be on free to wear it. Yes. It's bullshit that they're not. Yeah, so commercial news. They all have agendas. So you're saying if, if it was on Channel 10 every week, Channel 10 would at least run it? You have a better chance. Reason why Channel Seven News is so hotly into um, exploiting and not exploiting, but uh, showcasing their money's the, worth. the deeds of the footballers going up into the hubs, because they've got millions and millions of dollars in TV rights on a weekend to show the sport. So they want to be putting their footballers in a good light, showing how they're doing, to get them up in lights on the news for, for, for um, coverage on the weekend. Supercars which at the moment doesn't have a TV deal, looks like for next year at this stage, is currently... Well, it definitely doesn't have a free-to-air component, from what I hear. Yep. Which is at the moment stuck on uh, Foxtel. Why does the mainstream news, what interest does that have in covering supercars? There's no gain for them. True. I wasn't expecting you to have such a logical answer to that. You gave me three days to prepare. I've been thinking of that. Okay. So this comes down, I believe... To the lack of, still the lack of free to wear component in the TV rights. Spinning then, okay, if we're going to talk about that, 
changing tack just right now and then. What do you think is the bare minimum of a free-to-air component? So of course, Fox want everything live, advert-free. What is the minimal component to have on free-to-air, would you say? You need a set, if we uh, go back to traditional racing next year with sprint races, set they needs to be delayed an hour on a secondary channel on free-to-air to give Fox, Foxtel the live coverage on a Saturday. And then Sunday needs to be either an hour delayed on the main channel or live on the main channel or whatever station. Why does it need to be delayed? To still give Foxtel the, we have live and exclusive rights to certain rounds. I'm talking about the sprint rounds here. Your main, your main events like at the moment, Clipsal, the Enduros, end of the, end of the year, live on, the, on a main station. But we need races in the afternoon on Saturday and Sunday, at least on secondary stations, and preferably on Sunday on a main station. Which if it goes to seven, the Sunday on a main station will be hard because they'll have football. Why does a main station matter these days? I think there's still a gravitas. As long as it's a HD channel. I think there's still a gravitas to being on channel seven instead of being on Go or Gem or Seven mm-hmm. Mate. However, you take live on Seven Mate, Seven Go, was it Nine Go? It's nine Go, yeah. Yeah, you'll take that live over not being on free to at all. See, I've always thought that they should just have the races live, nothing else. Fox still needs a point of difference. Qualifying live, practice live, their own TV shows. Yeah. I just think you have the races live on free to air on a Saturday and a Sunday. That's it. We need and to get save it. money. You just take the Fox coverage, which they do anyway. Well, there's another another part. You don't need two teams for sprint rounds at, at uh, sprint rounds during the year. You can have um, Beretta and I don't know who other people channel. If it looks like it's going to seven next year. Matt have, White's free. Well, he's free. He's he's on the, he's on the. He wouldn't mind him back in the uh, commentary. This box. is what I okay. This is what I was also going to get to right now. All right, so let's. Okay, we'll, just we'll to, come back to that for a second. Yeah. So if uh, if you moved forward this year and Channel Seven have the rights now for for supercars, Channel Seven Sport, Channel Seven would be ramming down the the great deeds of the teams and the drivers just as hard as they would be the footballers this year. At the moment, their exploits get across the border. But my but whole thing is, it's a better story though as well. Oh yeah, throwing race cars in the back of it. The Kellys in. just put the engines in. Doesn't like they ran to the border. It's a better story. But all the other story we got was the A League couldn't get out of Melbourne for three days in a row. They were stuck on the tarmac. So then let's flip it again. Do supercars need to do a better job of getting their story out? They get their story out on motorsport.com, I on think Speed it's... Cafe. People like you and me know where the stories are. I'd say it's that one more. So then what do they have to do to get their story out more? Well, they are state-owned media. I don't know. They control all their stories that they put out, so I don't, I don't know what you do to get that on Channel 7, 9 or 10. That's the, that's the crux. People like us know where to look. We want the stories. That's because you just follow one AVL and you get everything. Motorsport.com. Yep. You follow Speed Cafe. Autofiction. Well... Let, we're just uh, anyway, we, we, we don't we uh, we won't roam to those uh, areas, but we know where to look. Yes, we need to get those stories on mainstream news. I did see, and the only story that's been on mainstream news in the last month about supercars 
who's old mate from Team Harvey and Norman. That's the only one that's been on there. Yes, and that's... Yeah. Moving along. As they say, it is what it is. Even the coverage in the local paper on the Monday, after Cinematical Park a week ago, um, with a big picture of McLaughlin, saying that he won two out of three races. Where was Nick? And I don't think... I didn't see a picture of Nick, and I reckon there was no uh, line or two of... Nick Perkett won race two. And He's he South Australian. There's nothing in the advertiser. I'd, pretty, I'd, I'd have to go back and double check. That wouldn't surprise me. But I, w- I don't think Perkett winning on Sunday morning... Because what are the odds that that story came out of the Eastern States anyway? More than likely, yeah. yeah. So in the local paper here in Adelaide, no mention of a hometown boy winning a race. Which, again, that's not great. See, reversing it again, like flipping it again, if I was anything to do with radio stations you was he on any of the sport shows because I, I don't listen nope. to the sport I don't understand why I, I just don't get it we, we drive home from Bathurst and hear the winner on yeah. Rowing Bix at the local station here in Adelaide main st- sports station we hear then the winner on Monday night and you don't we hear it for another 12 months we hear um, during the week of Clipsal here in Adelaide and the Bend them doing the promo tours but apart from that your regular media here in Adelaide you get and you get nothing supercars related at all during the year. Why Percat or Todd Hazelwood or even Scott Pye, South Australia, why they don't have a segment on a radio show? They Just before every race, like Friday of the week, race weekend, they should have a spot somewhere. Yeah. Stuff like that. But they don't, no one thinks about yeah. it. Get a, get a WA driver in yeah. uh, Perth, Queensland driver up there to just get the message out. That's one we thing. I, people. If I was on a breakfast show here in South Australia... Nick Perkett would be on a Friday morning guest well, for every race. We can only hope one day. Yeah. You never know. Anyway. You might be in that position. Anyway. But we need the sport needs to do a better job to get it back to those 2000s, mid-2000s heights of the sport where uh, people uh, were everywhere. Okay, so going back to that Matt White thing, Scaife's Victorian. I don't think he'll be at the race next Is week. Is he allowed to go? I wouldn't have thought so. If he didn't get out of the border, Scaife's stuck in Victoria. Surely. Matt White and Crompton is from Sydney. Well, you'd put a call out, wouldn't you? In my opinion, he's the best commentator we've had. Him and yeah. him and Crompton, that duo yeah. is the best Just duo make a distinction. ever. He's the best in and out. He's the best host, and Crompton's yeah. the best special comments yeah. guy. Yeah, let's just make that delineation. Crompton's a good commentator, but he's a better special comments dude. And yes. Scaife just doesn't have the vocabulary to do anything. He just yes. says, "Check this oh, out all the time." Yeah. If, if we're going to get into media ratings... Obviously, Scape knows what he's talking about. He He's a lot better on a panel situation before and after the race talking about what's going on. Yes, I quite like him after the race. But you put someone in there who's the lead commentator with Crompton in and out, that being Matt White, I think that one round that Matt White did of the E-Series was outstanding. It felt like 2003 all over again. It was pretty good. Yes. Yeah, there was a, a certain smoothness to the broadcast where you watch um, as we... Uh, Got in the background replays of Formula One from this morning. Brundle and Crofty bounce each other quite That's the well. exact thing. You got Brundle, you know, the Neil Crompton, and you got Crofty, the Matthew White. They're both they're smooth. Crofty gets excited a bit. Brundle brings a it bit. back. Crofty blows a puff of you know, at the start of every race. Yeah, Matt, awesome. White, Matt White would blow the puff of every now and again. Um, Crompton would bring it back down. I think it would be a better dynamic. And he's free. And he's not doing anything, apparently. Yeah, he's, yeah. I think he's got a bit of time up his sleeve. Moving on. So, it's Saturday here. Yesterday, 
in Victoria, there was, what, 280-odd cases. In the situation when, in my opinion, how does New South Wales not have more cases, which would be soon, of corona, can you expect the Victorian teams to go into a Queensland hub or a Northern Territory hub? The AFL players have been told you're going to be away for five weeks at a time and then you'll be able to come back for a week or two and then finish off the season. If stuff escalates where there's going to be more lockdowns, what's feasible to keep a season going? Have we even established how many races we need to have for a season? Because I know Formula 1's about 10. Well, they need 8. Eight for their World it? Championship. Okay, yeah. so they need 8. They've now got 10 as of this morning. Because Morris has come out during the week saying Norwell's there. <laughs> they can hub... But is it feasible? Is it possible? Can you ask them to do that? Well, there's, we've got an extra factor Supercars has, is that yes, it's the people away from home for a while, but it's also engine lifes, gearboxes. Yeah, how are they servicing their engines? At what point does it become where they have to go home because all their gear is running out of life and running out of kilometres, that it's... they need to go home and service? Now, are they able to go up to Norwell and... Use uh, oh, he's got an engine shop there. An engine shop. Are they would Penske <sighs> or Triple Eight or Matt White open their doors to a certain extent to let them use certain equipment to help re- refresh their cars? But it's going to be an interesting double-edged sword. You don't want to keep, keep the people away from home too long, but you've also got to keep the Victorian cars competitive. Otherwise, you'll end up getting to the end of the year. With the Queensland cars in top knot nick and the Victorian cars lagging a couple of tents because they're, they're just getting old, they need refreshes, they need services. It's going to be a delicate balance. So when does it get to a point when there's, it's not even... Because we've got, what, Sydney Motorsport Park next weekend? We've got extra engine life this year for engines, which will help a little bit. Extra couple of thousand Ks they need to do. Because of the less horsepower. With the less horsepower, so that's going to help a little bit. But it's still suspensions, control arms, everything else. I just people smarter than us. Yeah, I know. We'll know that stuff. Propeller heads, or absolutely. But at what point does it become where they need the Victorian teams need to go home? Because it's all all, all well and I mean, good yeah. to say get the races done now. Let's do two at Hidden Valley. Let's go to Queensland Raceway. Let's ram some races in. Let's bring back Lakeside. Lakeside. Oh. <laughs> Wakefield Park. Let's go there. <laughs> Oran Parks. Is that still free? Probably not. I mean, the main straight's still there. Yeah, go go down there, go through Renault. Straight race. But at what point does it become... That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Speaking of hubs... Yes. You reckon Sam Shaheen's a little bit... Uh, he went off a little bit too early a couple of weeks ago with that letter abusing supercars about not coming here for the bend? Well, I mean, considering they've got a hotel there that they could hub people there literally at the track mm-hmm. and in Tailand Bend. Yeah. They've got world-class facilities. Oh, yeah, not down in the facilities. The mate should, old mate should have just bit Be- his tongue. Yeah. Because... He came out this week and said, oh... What are the chances that supercars just don't go there now in principle for the year? Because... That's my I'd thought. Run. That's my thought. He went off, um, off on the deep end abusing them in that letter. Hell if he made an interesting track, though. Well, yeah. But, but yeah, so he went off on the letter, and now he's like, oh, but you can still come here if you like. Yeah. It's a, I bet he wishes he didn't, he didn't write it. But is the talk still that he, they said no because they weren't getting a 500? Is that still, that has was, that been that clarified was, or not? That was the whisper. I haven't seen any official um, confirmation of it saying 
we did not want a round because we weren't getting a 500. Okay. Which I think is cutting your nose off to spite your face. Better to have something at your track than nothing. Yeah, 110 odd million dollars yeah. being used. But he, then he, went, then he goes out so hard, and you've got to wonder if he's sitting back going, gee, I wish I hadn't hit send on that. Because it's a perfect facility in Australia to have one, for a weekend or two. It's, it's literally that and Bathurst are the only two that have a hotel hmm. at the track. Yeah. In saying that, I'd rather go to Malala than the Bend, but... This is... Oh, hello, this is not what I... This is what I didn't get into the other week. What's this for an idea? I think I've already told you to this. But they come into South Australia for a weekend, right? Friday night... No, Friday... After, this is where it's a bit complicated, but a Thursday afternoon, a Friday night afternoon... Friday, Friday night, night afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> it's early. Friday <laughs> afternoon, they, they get to Malala, they... They don't even practice. They get to Malala, do a 10-minute qualifying session. Yeah. And then maybe two 30-lap races. Yeah. Pack the trucks up, go to Tailand Bend. Yeah. So no pit stops. So you don't even need the pits there. Just have the transporters out the back. You do it Friday, dusky night racing. Not night, obviously. You know what I mean. And then you go up to Tailand Bend. Saturday, you got the day to work on the cars. Sunday morning, 10-minute qualifying session and two races. Yep. Or you, that's, you get, that's two rounds right there. Yep. Or you could have it over, do that over two weekends. I like the chop fastness of it because you can't... You could, the pit facilities at Malala are non-existent, so you can't really stay there for too long. Well, you'd rock up on the sad day and just drive out and drive around and come back in. It'd be old school... Ball, um, these are the, um, these are the ideas that we should be canvassing, I reckon, more than the alternate track layouts at certain tracks and going backwards that you were promoting last week that was in a situation where they only had one track that they could race at for months on end i'd still rather just keep going the, the proper way but that was last week yes anyway but stuff like not? that and you got you could do it at lakeside and yep. queensland raceway yep this is a I'm funky sure, year i'm not sure about any northern territory tracks i, I couldn't tell you a second that. track in northern territory and perth don't have a second track yeah put some tires at wakefield park to bring the grading up for a, a that's week. if it's even that we don't even know what it's not graded yeah, for yeah <laughs> but i would rather do that and, and have could, some yeah and they could treat lakeside the same run yeah. there and for a day and then go back to queensland if, if it was possible it would be awesome in this weird mixed up funky year all we need is amaru and Oran park yeah because <laughs> malala if would be great for a weekend wakefield but, park and the shahins own that as well yep you, you could drive in on Sunday morning. Everyone's there. Haven't, they never, no one's driven there. Throw them out for 10 minutes, 15 minutes of qualifying, have a race or two. Awesome. I think the last person to drive a supercar there was Crompton in a HRT car. Well, I've driven, we've driven that. Did you make, there. Didn't you make Greg Russ sick or something? You heard that story? I did hear that yeah, story, yeah. At Malala, and Scape was giggling, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, we have driven it. Yeah, they're very, very. Yeah. very wasn't, that, wasn't, that, wasn't as quick as them, but... Uh, oh, and anything else to add? Anything else that tickles your fancy? No, I'll just uh, take the opportunity to thank the Victorian teams. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. You know, it's but an amazing effort to in 10 hours to pack up and get to the border just to keep the sport rolling. Anybody who wants to bag them... How can they bag them? There's, there's, there's no coverage. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you mean I was, the I was just meant for motorsport people. Um, people, if anyone wants to speak a little them for, for why they go across the border, if it's a little bit dodgy or risky to, to do that when a, a, uh, when a looming closures are coming, people from the outside, I say, uh, the sport is a multi-million dollar business. In saying that, though, they're hubbing. Like, 
they're yeah. not even in the community. Yeah. They're either at Sydney Motorsport Park in the hotel across the road exactly. or they're at family farms. I was just going to say, yeah. anybody with criticism is saying it's bad look to, to run across the border like that. They're taking their precautions. They're doing the test. They're doing the right thing. They're not out gallivanting across the cities. Spreading like anything. Exactly. Just a big thanks to everybody who, uh, who threw the, the gear in the trucks, grabbed in their cars, threw their dogs in the utes and uh, got up there to keep the sport going. Because it if anything was a couple of weekends ago, it's in the Motorsport Park. Next weekend will be just as good as well. Here, here. And under lights. Here, here. I think we're done there. Yeah. Probably knows a bit better than last week. Ah, oh, we're getting there. Just give us a couple of years and we might even be half decent. A couple of years. Oh. Anyway, thanks, guys. Thank you.